Blog Talk Radio. Well, his microphone's open. Mark, say hello. Hello. 
277. All right. A man of few words. There you go. Step on his foot. Of course, in the villages, Florida, where I live, is Dorothy and Don Gagnon. Hi, guys. How you doing? Hey, how you doing, everybody? We're doing fine. Nice to be on with you folks. The cordon blue chicken was good. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, we've got the entire gang of hosts with us tonight. Hello, one and all. And now we have an extra special guest tonight, Norma Jean Bollinger. She's from, she says, Wikiwaki, Florida. I can't pronounce it so good. Mr. Producer, do you see any of our other regulars? Please let me know. Hi, everybody. You got it. Hey, Norma Jean. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Home of the mermaid. <laughs> oh, you're one of the mermaid. Oh, okay. Mr. Producer, if you see any of our other regulars, please let me know. From all Hi. our hosts, welcome, and thank you for listening and calling the show for the past 10 years. Boy, that goes by fast. You have truly made us the radio voice of Eastern Airlines. And now, I see we're number one for takeoff, so Captain... Let's get flight 482 in the air. Eastern, 482. I think you said 482 is ready for takeoff. Roger, uh, Fort Myers Tower, Eastern 482 is on the roll. airline that doesn't plan for the future may not have one. Five years ago, Eastern saw the future in a remarkable aircraft. Now it's here. The new Boeing 757, the most advanced, most fuel-efficient commercial jet ever built. It's going to help Eastern hold down the cost of flying for years to come. We earn our wings for As we do every Monday, the Eastern Airlines radio show plays what we call Eastern music, and uh, music we listen to during our Eastern years. Tonight's show is more of the same, except we have asked our hosts to come up with their all-time favorite songs as a request to be played during the show. They will also tell us why it is their favorite and a little about the song and the singer. No certain order will be given. The producer will ask the host to tell us what they have chosen to be played and additional background as to why it is their favorite. It may be that the song represented some event in their lives they might want to share with us. At any rate, folks, keep it clean now, and we will start the show by asking, first of all, our newest member host, Harry Lindquist, to make his request and tell us why, Harry. Well, thank you, Mr. Producer. I've chosen the song El Paso by Marty Robbins, who was born Martin David Robinson in 1925. He died at age 57 in 1982. Marty Robbins was a singer, a songwriter, an actor, multi-instrumentalist, NASCAR driver, 
He finished, uh, had six top ten finishes in the Grand National Series. He was born in Glendale, Arizona, one of ten children. He left home at age 17 to join the U.S. Navy. Uh, while in the Navy, stationed in the Solomon Islands during World War II, he taught himself guitar and songwriting. Marty's career spanned over 30 years. He had great success in the country and the pop genres. Marty recorded more than 500 songs and 60 albums. Along the way, he won two Grammys. He was inducted in the Country Music Hall of Fame, the Nashville Songwriters Hall of Fame. He was named 1960s Artist of the Decade. Hmm. Marty Robbins started out in pop music. Uh, Some of us might remember his early pop songs back in the 50s. One of them was a white sport coat and a pink carnation. And then the story of my life, they were both number one hits in 1957. He started his career at local radio and TV stations in Phoenix. He moved to Nashville in 1953 and became a regular member of the Grand Ole Opry. During his career, he placed 94 songs on Billboard's country singles charts. He also starred in movies and had a successful career as a NASCAR driver. Uh, Part of his driving, they had a speedway in Nashville at the Nashville Fairgrounds. Marty would go and race at the fairgrounds. Uh, After the race, rush to the Grand Ole Opry and then appear on the 1130 portion of the show on Saturday night. Marty's uh, music continues to influence today's pop culture. culture. (laughs) The song El Paso was written and recorded by Marty Robbins as an iconic song of the Old West. His influences for this song and for his other cowboy songs were Gene Autry, his mother, who was part Native American, his maternal grandfather, his name was Texas Bob Heckle, who was a storyteller and a former Texas Ranger. El Paso was released in 1959 from the album Gunfighter Ballads and Trail Songs. The single was released in 1960, won a Grammy for Best Country and Western Song in 1961. The song is the first-person narrative told by a cowboy in El Paso in the days of the Wild West. The singer recalls how he frequented Rose's Cantina, where he became smitten with a young Mexican dancer named Felina. When the singer notices another cowboy sharing a drink with wicked Felina, out of jealousy, he challenges the newcomer to a gunfight. The singer kills the newcomer, then flees El Paso for fear of being hanged for murder or killed in revenge by his victim's friends. In the act of escaping, the singer commits the additional and potentially hanging offense of horse theft. In the lyrics, it says, I caught a good one. It looked like it could run, further sealing his fate in El Paso. Departing the town, the singer howls out in the badlands of New Mexico. The song then fast-forwards to an undisclosed time later. The lyrics at this point change from past to present tense. When the singer describes the yearning for Felina that drives him to return, without regard for his own life to El Paso. He states that his love is stronger than his fear of death. Upon arriving, the singer races for the cantina, but is chased and fatally fatally wounded by a posse. At the end of the song, the singer recounts how Felina has come to his side, and he dies in her arms with one little kiss. And besides the uh, vocals of Marty Robbins, the album also features the great guitar work of Grady Martin. He is remembered as one of the great session players of the era, a member of the famous Nashville A-Team of studio musicians. He's heard on many of Nashville's classic hits from that time period. 
Another soon-to-be great on that Nash, on the Nashville scene heard on the song is Jim Glazer as part of the backup vocals. He and brothers Tom Paul and Chuck were prominent in the Nashville music business of the 70s and 80s. Great sibling harmony. Mr. Producer, can we hear El Paso by the great Marty Robbins? <laughs> Out in the West Texas town of El Paso, I fell in love with a Mexican girl. Nighttime would find me in Rose's Cantina, music would play and Felina would whirl. Blacker than night were the eyes of Felina, wicked and evil while casting a spell. My love was deep for this Mexican maiden I was in love but in vain I could tell One night a wild young cowboy came in Wild as the West Texas wind Dashing and daring a drink he was sharing With wicked Felina, the girl that I love So in anger I challenged his right for the love of this maiden Down with his hand for the gun that he wore My challenge was answered in less than a heartbeat The handsome young stranger lay dead on the floor Out through the back door of roses I ran Out where the horses were tied Like it could run up on its back and away I did ride Just as fast as I could from the west Texas town of El Paso Back to the badlands of New Mexico Back in El Paso my life would be worthless Everything's gone in life, nothing is left It's been so long since I've seen the young maiden My love is stronger than my fear of death I saddle up and away I did go Riding alone in the dark Maybe tomorrow a bullet may find me Tonight nothing's worse than this pain in my heart And at last here I am on the hill overlooking El Paso I can see Rosa's cantina below My love is strong and it pushes me onward Down off the hill to Felina I go Off to my right I see five mounted cowboys Off to my left right a dozen or more Shouting and shooting, I can't let them catch me I have to make it to Rose's back door Something is dreadfully wrong, for I feel A deep burning pain in my side Though I am trying to stay in the saddle I'm getting weary, unable to ride 
But my love for you Leader is strong and I rise where I fall Though I am weary I can't stop to rest I see the white puff of smoke from the rifle I feel the bullet go deep in my chest From out of nowhere Felina has found me Kissing my cheek as she kneels by my side Cradled by two loving arms that I'll die for One little kiss and Felina a great choice Harry thanks so much thank you now let's see what Mike Scott's got for us tonight Mike yeah okay Captain Neil I, uh, I picked one that was not necessarily my favorite you know we have a lot of these women's songs that we like from all of our girlfriends and there was too many of those because <laughs> I've been divorced for 43 years but this one has some good memories from back in the 40s and 50s. Uh, I remember my mom and dad playing this in the uh, from uh, back in the High Fidelity back in the uh, in the old days when High Fidelity was new. The song was Riders in the Sky by uh, Vaughn Monroe, better known as uh, Ghost Riders in the Sky. And uh, it was good songs that he had at uh, Christmas time when it uh, let it snow, let it snow, let it snow was a good one that he did. But uh, you're going to play us the uh, Ghost Riders in the Sky when we get through here. Anyway, uh, Vaughn Wilton Monroe was born October 7, 1911, and uh, was an American baritone singer, trumpeter, big band leader, actor, businessman, who was most popular in the 40s and 50s. Has two stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, one for recordings and the other for radio performance. Monroe was born in Akron, Ohio, in the States, like I said, October 7, 1911. He graduated from Jeanette High School in Pennsylvania in 1929, where he was the senior class president and most, uh, voted most likely to succeed. After graduation, he attended Carnegie Institute of Technology, where he was an active member of the Sigma New Fraternity. Monroe attended New England Conservatory, in one semester in 19 for one semester in 1935 studying voice with uh, Clarence B Shirley I'm not sure who he was Monroe formed his own orchestra in Boston 1940 and became its principal vocalist he became recording for he became uh, he began recording for RCA Victor's subsidiary Bluebird the Bluebird label that same year Monroe built the Meadows a restaurant and nightclub west of Boston on Massachusetts Route 9 in Framingham, Massachusetts. After he ceased performing, he continued running the club until his death in 1973. Uh, summer of 1942 brought a 13-week engagement on radio as Monroe and his orchestra had a summer engagement program for Blondie on CBS. Monroe hosted the uh, Camel caravan radio program uh, from the Meadows starting in 1946, and during this time, he was featured in a Camel Cigarettes commercial. In 1952, Monroe and his orchestra 
Orchestra had weekly prog- a weekly program on Saturday nights on CB- NBC Radio. These programs originated in the on the location wherever the band happened to be at the, while they were touring. Each program featured and focused on a college in the United States. The Meadows uh, restaurant burned to the ground in December 1980, and uh, after sitting shuttered and vacant for a number of years. Monroe was a tall, six foot two, and handsome, which helped him in his band leading and singing, as well as in his uh, as in Hollywood. He's sometimes called the baritone with muscles, the voice with hair in his chest, the old leather tonsils, or leather <laughs> lungs. Monroe recorded extensively for RCA until 1956, and his signature tune was "Racing with the Moon" in 1941. It sold more than one million copies in 19, by 1952, becoming Monroe's first million seller, and was uh, awarded a, a gold disc by RIAA, which is Recording Industry Association of America, along with other hits, which were In the Still of the Night, 1939, Here I Go, 1941, There I've Said It Again, 1945, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, which everybody might remember in Die Hard movie uh, with Bruce Willis. That was the song at the end of the movie. That was done in 1946. Ballerina, 1947. Melody Time, 1948. Riders in the Sky, 1949. Someday, you want me to be want me to want you, 1949. The sound sound off, 1951. In the middle of the house, 1956 and also turned down a chance to record Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Monroe's orchestra had many, uh, a number of many uh, excellent musicians, including a future jazz guitarist called Bucky Pazzarelli, which their music musical focus was largely romantic ballads. In person, the band and his uh, fiercely swinging side had a fiercely swinging side only, occasionally captured on record. In the ballrooms, Monroe often reserved the final set of the evening for, for unrestrained swinging music. Movies also beckoned uh, 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 movies also beckoned along. Let me back up here. I've got my 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 uh, thing crisscross here. Movies also beckoned, although he did not pursue with vigor. Monroe appeared uh, in uh, Meet. The People in 1944, Carnegie Hall in 1947, Singing Guns 1950, and The Toughest Man in Arizona in 1952. He co-authored The Adventures of Mr. Putt-Putt in 1949, which was a children's book about airplanes and flying, a personal interest of his. Monroe was a guest on the 1962 Bonanza episode. He hosted the Vaughn Monroe Show, CB on CBS Television, 1950 to 51, and 1954 to 1955, and appeared on Bonanza, The Mike Douglas Show, The Ed Sullivan Show, Texas Star Theater, The Jackie Gleason Show, The Tonight Show, starring Johnny Carson, and American Bandstand. He was a major stockholder in RCA and appeared in print ads, television commercials for the company, and the television and the audio products. After leaving 
the performing end of the show business. He re- remained with RCA for many years as a television spokesman, executive, and talent scout. In the later in later capacity, he helped give Neil Sedaka, amongst others, their starts. He was awarded two stars in the Hollywood uh, Walk of Fame, like we mentioned. Uh, one was uh, on 1600 Vine Street, and the other one for radio was on 1755 Vine Street in Hollywood, California. On June 25th, 2019, the New York Times Magazine listed Bon Monroe among the hundreds of the artists whose material was reportedly destroyed in a, the 2008 Universal Fire. And uh, Monroe was married to Marion Bauman on April 2nd, 1940, in Lynette, Pennsylvania, where they had met in high school uh, as students, and they did not date during high school, but he became romantically inclined towards each other when their paths crossed in New York City uh, after graduation. They returned to Jeanette, Pennsylvania, for their wedding. They had two children, Candace born 1941, and Christina, born 1944, and they remained married until Vaughn's death, and he died of uh, complications from uh, stomach surgery. And Monroe was a licensed pilot, often flew his own Lockheed 12 airplane uh, to his tour dates. It was a Lockheed 12 Eastern Airlines, used to own about five of them, and it was a 10B, which was almost the same, and it's almost the same airplane that Amelia Earhart used to use. So, yeah. Mr. Producer, could you play Ghost Riders in the Sky by Vaughn Monroe? An old cowpoke been riding out one dark and windy day. Upon a ridge he rested as he went along his way. When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw a plowing through the ragged skies and up a cloudy draw. were still on fire and their hooves were made of steel. Their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel. A bowl of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky for he saw the riders coming high and he heard their mournful cry. Faces gaunt, their eyes were blurred, and shirts all soaked with sweat. They're riding hard to catch that herd, but they ain't caught them yet. Cause they've got to ride forever on that range up in the sky. On horses snorting fire as they ride on, hear their cry. Done by him, he heard one call his name. If 
you want to save your soul from hell a riding on a range. Then cowboy, change your ways today or with us you will ride a trying to catch the devil's herd across these endless skies. he did i'm not really sure i think it he did i think he's probably probably the one that uh that uh that made the record but at any rate uh dorothy i understand your request uh has a beautiful place in your heart care to tell us it why sure, it sure does a favorite of mine and i chose because you love me a recorded by the canadian singer Celine Celine dion it was her fourth English-language studio album, and the album was called Falling Into You in 1996. It was released on February 20th, 1996, as the first single in North America, South America, and Asia, released as the second single from the album in Australia on April 29th, 1996, and May 1996 in Europe. Because You Love Me by Celine Dion was written by Diane Warren and produced by David Foster. It was the theme song from the 1996 film Up Close and Personal. My reason is when Don and I first met, this song was popular, and he used to call me at work or home, and before he even said who was calling, all of a sudden I would hear this song play over the telephone, and I knew it was him. <laughs> and my heart would beat, of course, you know that. Sneak, and sneaky I just dog. loved it. <laughs> right. The song became our love song, which we played in our first dance at our wedding. No matter where we are and hear this song, the, those memories are so strong that we stop what we're doing and listen and hold each other. When we are at home, we dance to the song until the very end. It makes me fill up with happy tears when I hear it played, and it's quite a love affair that we have and still do. <laughs> Let's hear it, Neil. For all those times you stood by me, for all the truth that you made me, for all the joy you brought to my life, for all the wrong that you made right, for every dream you made so true, for all. You're the one who has 
a quick note, uh, the movie Footloose was directed by Herbert Ross, starring Kevin Bacon, Laurie Singer, John Lithgow, Diane Weiss, and it's about, it's about a teenager who moves to a small town with rock music and dancing have been banned. Now strap yourselves in, folks, and listen to a little bit of Footloose. <laughs> Yeah. 
lost a pound and 16 ounces. I can see that's going to cost me more money. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, tonight we have the pleasure of having back with us Norma Jean Borger. Happy to have you with us, Norma Jean, tonight. Thank you. It's great to be back. All right. You're rocking and rolling by now, I guess, huh? All right. How about telling us your favorite song and tell us why, please? I have a lot of favorites, but we always had a special place for Willie Nelson. And he wrote, us, he wrote over 500 songs, and he wrote a lot of songs for a lot of other people. Uh, his first starring role was in the 1980 movie Honeysuckle Rose. And shortly after signing the contract, one of the producers told him that they need a theme song for this movie. So he quickly wrote out some lyrics. Then they started asking him, uh, oh, he said, uh, they asked Willie, do you have any ideas? And I asked him, what do you want the song to say? They said, well, can it be something about being on the road and Willie thought a minute and he said well you mean like on the road again I can't wait to get on the road again (laughs) well he wrote the song and to say that this song was an instant success is an understatement Willie won a Grammy award for the best country song and a spot in the Grammy Hall of Fame for that song uh Willie's classic, On the Road Again, is true. Uh, uh, My husband and me, as all of you know, um, we went to Greenville, South Carolina uh, in April of 1989 after the demise of Eastern. And uh, my husband and I, let me back up. Uh, My husband was an A&P mechanic for 27 years at Eastern. Uh, He started out in Miami after a year, and then they sent him to Idlewild. Nobody knows what that is anymore, but now it's JFK. (laughs) And they sent him back home because his mother became ill, so he went back home to Cleveland, and then Lauderdale, and then McCoy. And he and I were both in Tampa, March 3rd, 1989. But while in Greenville, There were a lot of country roads uh, in the back roads of Greenville, South Carolina. So when we came to a fork in the road, he would look at me and say, I wonder what's down that road. Well, he would already be turning the wheel right or left. So (laughs) usually there was nothing in, in front of us or behind us. And that was a welcome change for us, having lived in Florida for ever. So that's uh, now. Can we hear uh, Captain Neil on the road again by Willie Nelson? With pleasure. One, two, one, two, three, four. Oh yeah. (laughs) On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again 
on the road again Going places that I've never been Seeing things that I may never see again I can't wait to get on the road again On the road again Gold record release in 1974 
that frequently went along with that sought-after tranquility. Well, John was born Henry John Deutschendorf, Jr., in New Mexico in 1943 and later changed his name to John Denver. Unfortunately, he was killed in a private plane crash in 1977. The song I've chosen was entitled Back Home Again. Now, you might not believe there were, there were many pilots in the New York base that lived on farms, but we actually had quite a few, including many commuters from out of state. Also, a pilot's definition of the word farm, as it applied to this song, could have been their home located just about anywhere. I know that it did for me. I hope you enjoy my choice. If you could play it, Neil, it would be appreciated. There's a storm across the valley, clouds are rolling in. The afternoon is heavy on your shoulders. There's a truck out on a four lane, a mile or more away. The whining of his wheels just makes He's an hour away from riding on your prayers up in the sky. Ten days on the road, barely gone. There's a fire softly burning, supper's on the stove. It's a light in your eyes that makes him warm. Your mother called last Friday, sunshine made her cry. You felt the baby move just yesterday. Thing I know of 
spending time with you It's the little things that make a house a home Like a fire softly burning Supper on the stove The light in your eyes It makes me warm in that song, Long Lost Friend, reminded me when he sang that of Eastern Airlines. And when we lost our friend, Eastern, the love that we all had for Eastern, it was great to be back home again with those that we love. So, yeah, it's got a lot of meaning, and it's a, it's a great a song, choice. George. Good Thank choice. you. That's why I chose it, Neil. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Well, let's see. What's Chuck got in store for us now? How about, Chuck, what's your favorite? And why is that? Um, it's kind of like Dorothy and Don. This is kind of a, a personal song. When I was uh, 18 years old in high school, I was going steady with a girl, and she was just turning 18, and her parents had uh, throw at a big birthday party. And so... Uh, I had uh, diddled around with singing for a while, uh, chorus and stuff. And so uh, what I did was uh, a couple of the guys got the record player out, and they would play uh, this song a little softly so my voice came out a little bit. And they put her in a, a chair there, and, uh, I, of course, I got in front of her and started singing this song. And the song was called Loving You by Elvis Presley. And um, the song was written by uh, Jerry Lever and Mike Stroller, and of course it was performed by Elvis Presley. They featured the Jordanaires as a backup group at the time, and it reached number 15 on the U.S. country chart, number 20 on the U.S. pop chart, and number 24 in the U.K. single chart in 1957. It featured on his uh, album in 1957, which was called Loving You, and it was also featured in Presley's 1957 movie, Loving You. Uh, it had, on the other side, was one of the number one hits that he had. It was called Let Me Be Your Teddy Bear, and that was uh, uh, reached number one on the U.S. pop chart, R&B chart, and the number three in the U.K. single chart in 57. Elvis was born in 1935, and he passed away on August 16, 1977. He um, 
loving you was his uh, number two uh, chronological single that he had that was uh, probably one of the most famous ones he did. He said in an interview one time that he only uh, really appreciated like four movies that he, he thought he did good good uh, acting in. Loving You was one of them, Jailhouse Rock. Uh, one of them was called Flaming Star. And um, he thought those were ones that he could continue on as a what he considered a actor's um, acting instead of just uh, playing music uh, in some of the other musicals he had. He did make uh, over 56 movies, and uh, but a lot of them were done by uh, Colonel Tom Parker. He was uh, he engineered most of Elvis's uh, uh, singing career. Um, but anyway, I uh, I sang the song that day to my girlfriend, and they, of course they all liked it and applauded. And later on, I joined a, a singing group because uh, I was 18. I could sing in uh, different places, and one of the places I sang in uh, after I graduated from high school before I went to college was a place called the Outhouse. And if you go down in Miami to the uh, Red Road and Bird Road where they meet, there's a place called the, uh, I think it's called the 94th Squadron. Uh, It's a restaurant. Uh, It's World War II. And uh, right there on that same property is where the outhouse used to be, where I would sing in a band uh, on the weekends and try to uh, tune up my uh, voice, so to speak. Um, He had a lot of uh, uh, pop songs, but most people don't understand. He never got a Grammy for singing his pop songs, but he got three Grammys for singing uh, uh, religious songs. He was very into uh, gospel singing. Uh, if you look back in his career, that uh, he was very into that. This particular song, Loving You, was also done by a couple of other people that are famous, Dwayne Eddy, the Righteous Brothers, uh, Paul McCartney and the Platters. They all um, did this song and put it on their album. So it was um, kind of a go-to song for a lot of the the uh, people back in those days, but Teddy Bear ended up being the number one song. And, of course, the movie uh, that he starred in, Loving You, um, was a fairly hit hit movie. It starred Elizabeth Scott and Wendell uh, Corey as uh, two people who were trying to uh, use him as getting their music career going and making money. Uh, I thought it was a good movie, and this was one of the movies that he thought that he did a good job as uh, as an actor, as opposed to a singer, uh, but Colonel the Parker, he didn't want him to do uh, movies that were acting. He wanted him just to keep on singing to sell records, and so uh, consequently, there was a eventually there was the parting of the waves between him and the Colonel, and he became his own manager, so to speak. So, Mr. Producer, do you have loving you out there for? An 18-year-old boy singing to his girlfriend? Boy, if you could sing it like this, man, you wouldn't be on the radio with me tonight, Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, I sure had long hair like he did in Grizzly. Yeah. I 
my whole life through Loving you Just loving you Winter, summer Springtime too Loving you Loving you Makes no difference where I go or walk how I do. You know that I've always been loving you, just you. supposed to be calling him way back in the woods of Georgia but Jim came out of the woods and he's home with the <laughs> fair carry and uh, she'd had enough of that hunting I guess but uh, I suppose you could call it that I don't know hunting I don't know what they do hunting now at, at our age at Jim's age I know how old he is but uh, um <laughs> I think just sitting around the campfire drinking Maker's Mark or something like that might be better than than uh, calling it hunting, Jim. What say you, Jim? Let me let me open that microphone up here. I'm trying to keep you out from talking. Oh. Now you can have the microphone. Can I talk now? Well, listen. You can talk now. You're right. Okay, thank you. I'm going to be very brief. At home, I am at home, like you said, trying to save my marriage. And I am going to take a completely different twist here on my favorite song on what I've been hearing earlier, you know, all the background and everything. And I can't say that the song I picked is my favorite song. But every time I hear it, it takes me back 65 years. I'm telling you, 65 years (laughs) in my teen years. My teen years. My heart was broken to the tune of many songs. Gal just... Touched me aside, they tossed me aside quite regular back then. 
I mean it. And probably the one I remember hurting the most when I was being tossed was the original Platters with their heartbreaker, I Am the Great Pretender. And in that song, I guess the singer, there was four of them singing, but a couple of them are guys, but he lost his woman. And that girl that really broke the, my heart to the tune of that song was named Lee. I won't use the last phone name, rather. Uh, she was my first real lover. At least I thought I was just a teenager. But anyhow, it lasted three months before I was tossed aside. Then I'll tell you, it hurt, broke my heart. And every time I hear the great pretender, I think about Lee. Anyhow, a few years later, you know, that was in 55 or so. A few years later, we got together in Bluxy, Mississippi, and that was in 1957 for a week or so because I was down there on the Mississippi Gulf Coast for two weeks with the Mississippi Air National Guard. And I'm going to tell you, this is about the end of it. My biggest, biggest, my biggest memory, I would have never told this if I was, ever talked to her again, but my biggest memory <laughs> about being together with her in Biloxi, Mississippi in 1957 for a week or so was because at one night she took me out, and listen closely, for my first pizza pie, a pizza pie. <laughs> she drove by the stand and said, that's a pizza pie over there. We're going to come get one tomorrow night. And I said, I never heard of a pizza pie. She said, well, it's got sausage and cheese. And I said, I don't want any pizza pie. I like chocolate and both <laughs> apple and all kind of stuff. And that's how I had my first pizza there that night, oh, 1957. God. That's my story, and I'm sticking it to it, Neil. Play so, the music. So, in other words, Jim, it's not the girl. It was the pizza pie that uh, caused this song to be, <laughs> be one that, of your favorites. That's what I remember the most. And I know Carrie's listening to me, so I guarantee you, I remember the pizza pie better than I do Lee. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to <laughs> let her talk is. next and tell, yeah, tell her side of the more story. Story than what All right, Carrie Sue, he's, dedic- <laughs> he's dedicating this to you. Here we go. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm the great pretender Pretending that I'm doing well My need is such I pretend too much I'm lonely but no one can tell Oh yes, I'm the great pretender Believe to real 
I lost my way There were so many roads I was living to run and running to live Never worried about paying or even how much I owe Of the 727, I think that's about what we averaged, eight miles. Yeah. Yeah. We were westbound. We yeah. were against the wind. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Neil, you know, I, I, I used that line in my book, my first book in the novel somewhere. Oh, you did? Oh, I wow. Yes. Not, not that right. I, I never realized it was in the song, but I used it in the book, you know. Yeah, when he said that, I thought to myself, I've been sitting up there in that airplane thinking eight miles a minute. That's what we're going, eight yep. miles a minute. My golly, yeah. that's fast. <laughs> well, you know, we're about run out of time, and I, I've got so much more that we could talk about, but uh, we're restrained by the clock here, so I'm going to hurry it along. I want to talk a little bit about, uh, by the way, guys, great songs, great uh Great uh, explanations as to why it's your favorite song. It was really a lot of fun tonight, and uh, I enjoyed it, and I hope you all did. But yeah. we have a, I have a report from Colleen DeFelice. As you know, Colleen is one of our hosts, and she checked into the hospital, Tampa General, um, Friday, and she was to have an operation. It was supposed to have been a robotic operation, 
for a lung problem, and there was a spot, of course, they detected uh, on her lung, and they set her up for an operation Friday. But as it turned out, it was a little more than than, uh, than they could do with a robotic operation, and they had to do a full major surgery on Colleen. Uh, She did, uh, they did fine lung cancer. And um, I uh, talked to Janice Henry, who's the president of the Silver Liners tonight, and uh, she says that uh, I tried to call Colleen's room, but, of course, the nurse said that she was just too tired to talk. Now, that was Friday of operation, but it was delayed, and they had to do the uh, the extensive surgery because she had interior bleeding. So uh, I hope uh, all of you listeners and hosts will think of her tonight in prayer and and we hope that uh, she'll recover from this and be back with us very, very, very soon. So uh, that's that's Ooh, her status. She's she at the address, Tampa. Yeah, Tampa awesome. General. You can look it up um, on the uh, internet. Just look up where the, uh, the hospital is, and um, that's what I do. I looked the, the phone number up, and uh, I'm supposed to be getting a a uh, update on her every time Colleen's uh, daughter-in-law calls uh, Janice and tells Janice about how she's doing and Janice told me she would keep me uh, on the uh, email so uh, I'll be talking about that and Dorothy Dorothy, you'll be keeping it up uh, on the uh, website as well yes yeah Uh, Mark, real quick, Mark, uh, if uh, you can tell us just about real quick in about one or two minutes, uh, because we're going to get signed off here one way or another. Whether I sign it off, they're going to sign it off. So (laughs) tell us about what's going on, if you can, real quickly about Eastern and uh, if, if there's any new routes or new airplanes. Tell us, Mark. Yeah, Eastern, Eastern Airlines has uh, added four aircraft, two 767s and two 777s. Um, they are now the official airline of the New England Patriots. England, uh, Eastern is now flying domestically uh, from Boston, Philadelphia, Thomas Kennedy, Miami, and LAX begins on January 10th uh, to Ecuador. Uh, Eastern is now flying mostly in South America, to Ecuador, Guyana, Bolivia, Paraguay, Uruguay, Guatemala, Guatemala in Central America, Dominican Republic, and Haiti in the Caribbean. They are waiting clearance for Argentina and Brazil. The rumor going is that um, Eastern will be getting the 757 from American Airlines. At the same time, Norwegian Airlines is floundering, and Eastern had tried to get the 787s before from Norwegian, and this time it looks like Swift Air and Eastern are going in to make a bid for the assets of Norwegian. Of course, Eastern would be getting the 787, and uh, Swift wants the max that, uh, that, e- that Norwegian has. That's the roundup. Okay, Did Mark, I make it thank in a minute? So, yeah, there you go. You did it all. Did it well. We'll give you good. more time next next week. <laughs> next good. week. But uh, very good. Thank you so much, Mark. And 
great job on the uh, Facebook as well, keeping everyone informed and and uh, about the flights and all. Dorothy, real quickly, uh, if you can. Right on next it, show. Yeah, just real quickly uh, on the have, next show. Right, we have Reaper on Thursday uh, at 3 p.m. and we have uh, thanks uh, the uh, I'm sorry the. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving in History of Washington National Airport that's going to be on November 23rd, uh, followed by uh, another music program that we have. And we have the Pearl Harbor in tribute to the World War One and Two waves coming up. So be sure to check the website. There's a great video on there right now that's called Mansions. Be sure to see that. It's all about our veterans, and it's a beautiful video. So back to you, Neil. Well, how about uh, uh, we go ahead and land the airplane. Harry, crank up the Chicago Control Tower. Eastern, 482, Chicago Tower. You're cleared to run land on runway 8. Roger, Chicago Tower, Eastern, 482, clear to land, runway 8. We've got three green down, three green left. November the 23rd for our Thanksgiving celebration and history of the Washington Reagan International National Airport. There will be no broadcast on Thursday, the 26th Thanksgiving Day of the Repa Radio Hour. Our producer is telling me it's time to say goodbye. This is Chuck Albright on behalf of, of host tonight, Captain George Jen, Captain Mike Scott, Don and Dorothy Gagan, Jim and Carrie Holder, and Harry Lundquist and Norma Jean Bowling. Mark Carter and our producer, Neil Holland, playing the sign-off music made popular by Merle Haggard, Silver Wings. Slowly fading out of sight. Great show, guys. Around the world. Good night, Eastern Airlines, wherever you are. Good Mac, signing off. Good night. Good night, Eastern. Great show, guys. Great music. It was. It was really good. Shining in the sunlight. somewhere in flight. They're taking you away Leaving me lonely Silver wing Slowly fading out of sight Ted Mack signing off. Good show. See you. Thanks, Norma Jean. Thank you, Norma.